0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Bitcoin, Taproot, Discord, apparently doesn't like crypto, and trading volume on OpenSea. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, November 15th, 2021. This year is going by extremely quick, and the Browns lost yesterday. But we're not going to talk about that today. What we're going to talk about is some of these questions that the listeners sent in and some statements that the listeners sent in. And so the first one is from PJ and PJ sent four questions in three. I'm not going to answer because they are about uh, and PJ. Thank you for sending in the questions, by the way. But I don't answer questions about trading and things like that. Like, for example, what's the best way to cut dollar cost average in crypto? that is investment advice i'm not telling you that what's the best way to earn interest again that's investment advice please dyor i will say with the interest question please look at it. if you're looking at crypto interest obviously uh blockfi gemini voyager those are you know interest earning accounts lend accounts uh, that you could look at but please dyor look at the disclaimers understand what's happening in the space you know things that are happening with the uh, attorney generals people are suing them as being securities so just Please be aware of what's happening when you decide to lend your crypto. And remember, not your keys, not your coins. But one thing I will answer, PJ, is I like the podcast. Do you mind sharing what equipment you use to record? And that's a question I can answer for you. So I use a Shure SM7B, which is pretty much the gold standard for uh, podcasting mics. Um, Joe Rogan uses it. Uh, Basically, everybody uses this mic. It looks great. It sounds great. And then I have that going into a Cloudlifter, going into a Scarlett 2i2, going into my MacBook Pro, and I record in GarageBand. And so I think all in, everything here is around $650 uh, minus the cord. So it's just called 700 bucks to have this podcasting setup. That's minus my headphones, which I have them plugged in as well. It's about $150 pair of headphones. Uh, you don't need a $150 pair of headphones, but you do need a corded pair of headphones because with the Bluetooth, you have a little bit of delay. So talking and listening to your voice with Bluetooth doesn't work well. Um, but That's what I use. You could probably get really good sound for a lot cheaper. Actually, I know you can, but this is what I use. Last one I want to mention is Quinn wrote in because we're talking about last week. We were talking about the ransomware attacks and different ransomware attacks. Last week, we were talking about one that was negotiated from $240 million down to like $50 million. And he wrote in and he made a good point, which I think is probably pretty accurate. He says this, going back to the ransomware attack on businesses and the negotiation process from $240 million to $10 million or whatever. I'm not sure if it's the same over there, but in Australia, your insurance is void if you do any sort of negotiations with hackers as it's deemed negotiating with terrorists or something like that. I wonder if this is to prevent companies attacking themselves and claiming insurance for the attack. Interesting stuff, especially in the growing crypto space. So he brings up a good point. You probably have insurance on hacks if you have a company like this. And then you have to go to the company or the insurance company that is and tell them that you've been hacked and they have to either negotiate on your behalf or you have to get a lawyer involved or they have to give you the okay to negotiate because you don't want to hack yourself and then have the insurance company pay you money into your company. Obviously, it makes total sense. I have no clue about this. So if you are an insurance company that deals with this or a lawyer in a company that deals with this, email me. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co, and let's set the record straight. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go, money talks. And I'm recording this at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And Bitcoin is sitting at $64,950, up a percent in 24. Ethereum, $4,689, up 2.2%. Binance Coin is at $641, down 2%. Tether's in the number 4 spot, and Solana's in the number 5 spot at 241, up 2.3%. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, and Dogecoin, oh, and USDC at number 10. Total market cap, we're at 2.84 trillion, a BTC dominance of 43.1, and an F dominance of 19.5. And now, it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin of the day today is ranked number 321 on coin market cap. It's called ARPA, A-R-P-A, ARPA chain. It is up 1% in 24. It's trading at 20 cents even. Total market cap is 226.6 million. Fully diluted market cap is 300.8 million. So what is that? 75% in circulation? It's all-time high is 27.5 cents, which was set 12 days ago. It's down 27% from that all-time high. It's up 5,600% from its all-time low, which was set two years ago. You can buy ARPA chain on Binance, Coinbase, and Huobi. And actually, it looks like there's quite a bit of, of volume matter where you get it. Uh, KuCoin, bitum Gate.io, Shikcoin Mecca. There's quite a bit of... You're going to be trading this. You're absolutely fine uh, wherever you, you, you get it. So what does ARPA chain do? And they have like a little video on their website arpachain.io that you can watch i think that if you are interested in it you should watch it their tagline is the dawn of privacy is here and i'm not gonna read what they do because i'm just gonna summarize it for you it's basically what they said is like bitcoin ethereum it's open public blockchains and you can see everything that's happening on the blockchain what they want to do is they want to privatize it uh, private block blockchains that are not exposed to everything so you can use a blockchain to do different things in uh, data privacy security it's scalable and you can control your own data if it's a company or you're a consumer and make sure that your data stays siloed like this is literally what they want to do they don't want this whole decentralized even though the blockchain they said is decentralized uh, because there's decentralized nodes different places, they are wanting you to silo your data so you can sell your data, control your data, work with partners, uh, have you know control over either your IP or other things. So it's a blockchain that's meant to be private, so that you can control data. That's Arpa Chain number three twenty one on Coin Market Cap. Moving into today's headlines, Taproot. The long-anticipated Bitcoin upgrade was activated at block 709,632, opening the door for developers to integrate new features that will improve privacy, scalability, and security on the network. The upgrade locked in back in June, when over 90% of the miners chose to signal their support. Uh, But until then, from June until now, basically it was a waiting period, basically to say, everybody get your crap together. At the root of this upgrade are Schnorr signatures, and Bitcoin has been using something called the ECDSA or Elliptic Curve Digital Signature Algorithm since then, where a user signs a transaction with their private key in order to approve it's being sent somewhere. Now, every transaction using Taproot will use this new digital signature scheme, adding new capabilities such as boosted privacy, security, and the scale of Bitcoin transactions. In addition to being smaller and faster than the ECDSA, which is, again, I'll say, the elliptic curve digital signature algorithm. Snore signatures have added benefits of being linear, a combination that will boost Bitcoin's transaction privacy and allow for more lightweight and complex smart contracts. So this actually could take months or years to actually be felt because if you guys remember, the last significant Bitcoin upgrade was SegWit, like the big one. Everybody was like, oh, wow, SegWit. And it took two years for 50% adoption of SegWit. It was pissing people off at the time. If you were around in 2017, 2018, I think it was 2017, the summer, um, you were like, come on, just add Segwit. Everybody just start using Segwit, and it just didn't happen. So uh, basically, these upgrades are meaningless unless the community makes use of them, and it's up to the developers right now to start building on Taproot. However, regardless if they adopt or not, everything's going to run just fine. Miner is going to mine, transactions is going to ascend, everything's going to be as normal. When people start developing using Taproot, then you're going to see big changes in Bitcoin. As you would expect, I know a lot of people in the crypto space, either from traders to developers to enthusiasts to, you know, I just know a lot of people. And so I was talking to my NFT buddies this morning, and they're really excited about Bored Apes and Mutant Apes, and they said that there's a new bull coming And it kind of looks that way. Because yesterday, the amount of Ethereum traded daily on NFT marketplace OpenSea jumped from $48 million to $105 million. The last time a daily volume of Ethereum on OpenSea hit $100 million was on October 15th. So everybody was in a lull. They said, is this it? Did we just buy overpriced JPEGs? (laughs) Well, the sales of Bored Ape Yacht Club NFTs went up 900% overnight, while the spinoff Mutant Apes are up 1100%. And the floor for mutant apes right now sits at around 3.7F. So if you have an extra how much is that? 15 grand? If you have an extra 15 grand laying around for a JPEG, well, now's the time. Obviously this is not investment advice, but I mean, who doesn't want a mutant ape? I I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out because fifteen thousand dollars is a little a little too steep for me, a little too rich for my blood. Anyway, Yuga Labs creators of Board Ape Yacht Club has filed a trademark, by the way, for the application with the U.S. Patents and Trademarks Office for the word ape. They're a billion-dollar company. They are signing with a lot of different people. Did I hear a rumor the other day that they're going to make a Board Ape Yacht Club cartoon? Did I hear this the other day? I don't know if this is actually accurate. So take that with a grain of salt. All I know is they're going to make big moves with Board Apes. And, well, I have some more news coming up right now. Today, Timberland. As you know, my favorite hip-hop producer announced the creation of Ape Productions, a new entertainment company and platform that will develop music and animation for metaverse applications. Ape will work with a number of Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT owners and other collaborators. Basically, if you own a Bored Ape, you are now in the club. Uh, Hence, Yacht Club. But this is a entertainment metaverse production company club. The company's first effort is a hip-hop group called The Zoo, whose first song will be called Ape Shit, but it's actually point T. but it's going to be called Ape Shit. I think it's dropping on the 17th on an NFT collectible, which was produced by Timbo himself, according to Variety. And finally, in today's show, it's a slow news day. Mondays are usually pretty slow. I think it's because a lot of people take Sunday off and they just don't write on Monday. And then you just play catch up. Tuesday is usually the biggest news day. Anyway, our last news of the day is on Monday, Discord founder Jason Citron tweeted an image of testing the possible Discord integration with crypto wallets Metamask and Wallet Connect. Can't wait to tell my friends that Discord is encouraging pyramid schemes at the grand cost to the environment, tweeted one user. Doesn't seem like users like it that much. Another tweet said, Discord needs to see a drop in revenue to impact their decisions now so that this is the best time to cancel subs and move. Also disagreeing with this move. Well, it didn't take long for the Discord founder, Jason Citron to walk back the crypto feature. Thanks for all the perspectives, everyone. We have no current plans to ship this internal concept. There are a lot of crypto projects on Discord. However, do not underestimate the power of the gaming community, how big are the gaming communities on Discord servers? Well, Fortnite has around eight hundred and twenty-seven thousand members. Minecraft around eight hundred thousand members. Mister Gaming seven hundred thousand members. Wall Street Bets, well, it's a trading subreddit on Discord five hundred eighty-two thousand members. Long story short, is the crypto community is using discord quite a bit if you mint a new nft more than likely you're going to be in a discord community to get that mint it's a way to you know just manage things because there's been a lot of problems with minting nfts uh dows decentralized autonomous organizations many different things are on discord discord communities for just cryptos in general to tell you about what's going on well it's not big enough to really influence this play apparently as well the gaming community doesn't like crypto apparently Amy Wu, a partner at Lightspeed Ventures, said, I think gaming people have long known that there's a deep trend of anti-crypto sentiment in hardcore gaming communities. They really think that there's a lot of scams. People who are working at the intersection of gaming and crypto really need to think about how to authentically engage both communities. They are very separate communities today. I think in the future they'll emerge, but that's not the reality today. David Kaye, co-founder of Snapshot Games, said this, There's a few things going on, I think. Number one, we saw the same exact thing with the rise of mobile, social, and free-to-play games, Paid to win as haters used to call it, the most hardcore gamers hate and are threatened by new approaches. Number two, there's a massive cultural gulf between the most vocal elements of both camps. Traditional gamers gamers see themselves as champions, guardians, and gatekeepers of the spirit of true gaming. They are a conservative small-c bunch. And number three, hardcore crypto types are different, different values, different slang, different politics well discord they dip their toe in the pool to see if it was the right temperature and obviously they're not jumping in yet thank you very much for listening to this episode of the decrypt daily don't forget to go to apple Podcasts, like subscribe share and leave us a comment do you guys even listen to this part or right when it goes to this part and the music changes you guys turn it off and go to the next podcast let me know, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Do you actually listen to the whole podcast? Anyway, until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.